welcome to Simone Che. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And uh, tonight we're talking to you about Salvia. A.K.A. Sears Sage. A.K.A. Sage of the Diviners. Yeah. <laughs> Herba de la Pastora. Herba de la Pastora. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, Salvia divinorum is a plant native to Sierra Mazateca in Huaca, Mexico. I feel real white. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh, You're doing she, great, though. She's not wrong. Thank you for encouraging me. Um, okay, so it's a plant native to Sierra Mazateca in Mexico. It's a, it has psychoactive properties that are released by chewing, smoking, or being made into a tea. Um, the Mazatec religion, which is a mashup between their traditional beliefs and Christian beliefs brought over by Spanish missionaries, they're big on entheogens. So they do shrooms, they do morning glory seeds, and they do salvia. And it's part of their spiritual practice. Um, they call it Ska Maria Pastor in reference to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. And um, they see the plant as an incarnation of her, I which is kind of cool. Really nice. Right? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they begin the ritual of taking it with an invocation to Mary, St. Peter, and the Holy Trini- Trinity. And um, the ritual use uh, traditionally involves being in a quiet place after ingestion of the leaf. And the Maztec shamans say uh, La Maria speaks with a quiet voice. I thought that was so sweet. Right? Yeah. And it's like, it seems like a nice chill Hi, you know, you're not going to get all crazy. Well, have you ever done salvia? No. Me neither. I don't know what's going on there, but I I had nothing um I had no idea what salvia was when we decided to cover it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I I had no idea. I didn't know anything about it. And um so I thought it was for some reason I was associating it more with like bath salts. Yeah, because you used to be able to buy it at, like, every head shop. I okay. remember when I used to hang out at a goth shop uh, as a teenager. The same goth shop where an, a man 30 years my senior showed me his ladder piercing and his dick in the dressing room. Oh. Like, they sold salvia there. It was just a thing that... But I never bought it because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But I could easily see categorizing it with bath salts because it's, like, a head shop thing that you buy. Right. So I was pleasantly surprised when I read that it's a plant and it's mainly used for like, like you said, sh- shamans and yeah, we're all visions. about plant medicines here at Simone. And Shea. hallucinogens. Yes, we are. We're very pro hallucinogen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I knew about it because I had friends who used to do it. Um, Miley Cyrus infamously was caught smoking it out of a bong on camera, which 
I did in my research for the show watch that video. Oh, and man. I wish I would have watched that. Uh, well, I took notes. Oh, okay. Um, so she's smoking salvia out of a bong while glycerine by Bush is playing in the background, which is just very interesting. <laughs> and she thinks she sees her boyfriend, uh, Liam Hemsworth, because this was when they were first dating before they broke up. Okay. She thinks she sees him and then keeps questioning someone like, doesn't he look like Liam? Isn't that Liam? And they keep saying, no, it's not. And then she laughs hysterically and makes a bunch of uh, indecipherable noises. But it seemed like a good time for her, which was interesting because um, I listened to an interview with Hamilton Morris, who does Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia for the Vice Channel, where he... Uh, basically he's a chemist and he goes all over the world and does drugs and reports on them. Oh, okay. And he talked about how he really enjoys salvia, but most people don't because it is a disassociative. Uh And so it's not very enjoyable. And most people don't, aren't like, I want to do that again. But Miley Cyrus seemed to have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, She seems kind of weird. Like she seems like she's into... Her really getting in in there, introspective. Yes. Yeah, like I could see her being that type of person that's like, yeah, I want to trip my balls off and figure out like who I am at the core. I don't. We all should want that. Yeah, I feel like that's what her whole wild phase was about. I believe Just that trying to find herself, and she did, and she I found her guess. way back to Liam. She found her way back to Malibu. I didn't like that album. I know. I wanted to because I love Miley Cyrus. I yeah. loved Bangers. Bangers is everything. The album with um, the Flaming Lips, Miley Cyrus yeah, and her I really Dead Pets. I like that one. Oh my God, it's so good. Also, it's like one of the best makeout albums of all time. Yeah. You're going to start at not, don't start with the first track. Start at track like three or four called Space Boots and then go from there and you will finger bang your way to happiness <laughs> with that one. But yeah. anyways... <laughs> Do you think she did Salvia to get in, get ready for that album? Probably. And then she quit smoking weed and made Malibu. So what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, I Miley? Um, okay, so by mass, Salvinorin A, which is the active chemical in Salvia, it is the most potent naturally occurring hallucinogen. So it's very, very powerful. It does not affect the serotonin in your brain like most psychedelics. Mm. And the way it works is kind of the opposite of uh, morphine or opiates. Because rather than increase dopamine, it um, decreases. So, which is really interesting. So uh, that would also be why probably people don't find it pleasant. Because dopamine is like, oh, everything's so good. And without dopamine, um, you're me. And <laughs> and it's fucking terrible. Uh, so, but, um, so it creates dysphoria rather than euphoria. Okay. Um, so this quote from one article I read is, still this dire state is not quite uncontrollable sadness and weeping and gnashing of teeth, but more of a disassociation of the warmth and familiarity with your body and human connections. So, which doesn't sound pleasant. I feel like you need to know that, know what you're getting into. Because if you think you're going to... Have like a great time. Yeah. Like if you do heroin, which is like all dopamine, like 
you're going to be like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. So if you're expecting that and you get the opposite, it's going to suck. But if yeah. you maybe know what you're in for, um, it's better. But just don't do any drugs. <laughs> Ever. At any time. I mean. Yeah. I would never. I myself would never do drugs. The, the character of Sydney DeLorean <laughs> does drugs. The actual legal entity that is Sydney DeLorean would never do drugs and would never recommend anyone does drugs. That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you're high on salvia, it can cause uncontrollable laughter, past memories such as revisiting places from childhood memory, oh. sensations of motion or being pulled or twisted by forces, visions of membranes, films, and various two-dimensional surfaces, which sounds really fun. Yeah. Do you think it could help? Um, with past life memories. Well, you know, I don't believe in that. I think it could. I feel like it probably could help me heal with my childhood trauma if I revisited yeah. that shit. Uh, yeah, don't think that I wasn't like Googling where I should buy salvia from while I was researching <laughs> this episode. Uh, because I kind of, yeah, I, I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's it's only illegal in certain states. Yes. It's not illegal at a, at a federal level. No, it's not. So uh, it's still legal in this state that we live in. So I probably will be doing some shortly. Um, so it causes um, tactile hallucinations and synesthesia. Oh, cool. Which is, yeah, the, you, like when you can see flavor or whatever, your senses... Mm -hmm. um translate uh and where lsd causes visual auditory uh hallucinations like you'll see music um salvia causes visual tactile hallucinations so you will feel the things that you're hearing and seeing you like you'll feel mm -hmm. them as if they're in your body which is kind of interesting yeah um, that sounds awesome. Right? For like a short period. Yeah. Well, the effects of salvia um, peak after 5 to 25 minutes and last around 30 minutes, that depending on how perfect. you ingest this. Yeah. Because it's like one, I listened to a podcast about it and uh, hosted by some PhD bitch. And she was like... <laughs> I mean, like bad bitch, not yeah. like she was a she was a cunt. She was like a badass <laughs> bitch who does a podcast about drugs. I think it was like say why to drugs is what oh, it was okay. called. And if she, she was a cunt, it'd be because she has charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And she does. So everyone check out say why to drugs, and basically someone who's a doctor walks you through how drugs work on your body. Okay. Um, but she was saying salvia is kind of nice that way, whereas you might not have time to do. <laughs> Man, I have time to do other hallucinogens because they right. last a long time. This is kind of a get it and go sort of deal nice. where you come back to normal pretty quickly. Huh. Um, so 23% uh, of salvia users compared the effects to yoga, meditation, or being in a trance. And I'm super into All those right. things. So yeah. that sounds fun. This is sounding better and better. Right? Yeah. It's like Calm the down. more I learn about drugs, the more I want to do drugs. Totally. But don't. <laughs> don't do drugs ever. Don't. Unless unless you're sharing those drugs with me, in which case, let's do drugs. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, you never knew anyone who did salvia when you were younger? 
It wasn't like a thing anyone in your scene did? No, I don't think so. Huh. Nope, I'm not not really recalling any Salvia in my... uh, In the ether? In the ether. I remember this guy dated and his friends... They did take something, they smoked something that they got at a head shop and it just made them really weird for like five seconds, for like a minute uh-huh. where they were like, would just like fall over or like start making really weird noises. That sounds like salvia. Okay. Is that what you do? Is that what the outside looks like while you're yes. having your trip? Because... Then maybe I do remember this. And I after watching a few people do it, I was like, fuck, no, I'm not. I'm doing not that. doing that. Well, yeah, there's a whole uh, genre of um, YouTube videos where it's people videotaping their friends on Salvia and the folks who are trying fighting to keep it legal. Um, really hate these videos because it makes it look like a bad, dangerous thing. Yeah. Because people on Salvia look as stupid as people who are inhaling computer duster. And so... Okay, yeah, this is it then. Yeah. they were like... Um, yeah, it's not, it's not a good look. And then because there are people fighting to make it illegal saying, we need to stop this before it becomes a problem. Even though... It's been a it's a plant that's been around for hundreds of years and it's never been a problem. And uh-huh. it's been in the States since the 90s. It's kind of become popularized here. And uh, there have been no evidence that um, uh, there has never been evidence of cases of death or uh, suicide, overdose, uh, accident, any type of death involving salvia. Hmm. So... There's this one guy in um, Delaware who he was experimenting with salvia and his parents knew about it. Like he told them and they tried to get him to stop. And about a year later, he committed suicide and his parents blamed salvia for it. Hmm. They read they read all his diaries and are like, he killed himself because of salvia, blah, blah, blah. And so they fought to get it made illegal in Delaware. Yeah. Um, however, no medical professional supports their theorem. It's one of their theorem. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking. That, is, that seemed really professional to me. I meant to say theory. Yeah. Okay. So no one, no one else supports this theory. No expert supports the theory that their son killed himself because he did salvia a couple times. He was obviously very depressed and the drug had no effect on whether or not he killed himself, but the parents can't accept the fact that he killed himself. And I've listened to enough like true crime podcasts and stuff where parents try to come up with another scenario as to how their child would have died um, other than they just were depressed and they killed themselves because that's yeah. very hard to accept. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, these people claim that Salvia played a factor in their son's death, but no one else supports that. Um, the, uh, San Francisco, the San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, the San Francisco attorney guy, Alex Kuhlman commented that it's remarkable that his parents and only his parents continue to be cited over and over again by the mainstream media in their coverage of the supposed controversy over the risks of salvia divinorum. So, um, 
Oh, how sad. Yeah, it is. It makes me sad for his parents. It makes me. It's just sad, and it's it's also like I understand you're in a lot of pain, but um, this is a drug that actually a lot of people could benefit from. Mm-hmm. So. And it comes in natural leaves or concentrates. Uh-huh. And the scientists I read say that the natural states are totally safe, but the concentrates are very questionable. Okay. And the user reviews say that the natural state feels very good, like if they just use the real organic leaves and smoke them, but the concentrates are like a dirtier, like colder high. And they think it's because it's this natural plant um, that, you know, is meant for us to be using. And when you extract just the salvinora and A out of it, you're leaving behind some of the other components that balance it out. Yeah. So you're not getting the balanced natural high that you're supposed to get. Oh, okay. Which is very interesting. I like the idea with plants and humans and how we're supposed to interact with our environment. And like, it's developed naturally for us to interact with. And then when you try to chemically pervert it it's not going to do for you the same thing totally so yeah now i did read that um the toxicology of it isn't really well known it's not well known but there hasn't been like a lot of um clinical research studies yeah is that correct yes (laughs) so (laughs) jesus i feel like we are stuttering through this episode we I ate a lot of sugar before I came over and I it like peaked and now it's like it's crashing. But preliminary <laughs> and with that I will say preliminary research suggests that there's a low toxicity, um, but salvinorin's potency should not be confused with toxicity. Uh, rodents chronically exposed to dosages many times greater than those to which humans are exposed show no signs of organ damage. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, it also, here's something very interesting. It slows down diarrhea in inflamed intestines, but has no effect on a healthy gut. And they said that this sort of selectivity and how it's how it reacts with your intestinal system has a lot of promise medicinally because yes, I did read that people with diarrhea use this. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that is something I came across. Yeah, and I decided to write that down Uh because I was like, let's. That's a key point. That is a key point. If you have diarrhea, if you have inflamed intestines, maybe. Use some salvia. salvia. You'll be like, I'm a weirdo, but only for a little bit. Yeah. Does that happen every time? You take it? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. I want to now I'm going to watch salvia videos on YouTube after this. I'm going to do salvia and make a salvia video. <laughs> I'll record you. Should we go to trails after this and see if they sell yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, I'm salvia, please. <laughs> I have a podcast. <laughs> I need to make content. I'm a content creator. Have you heard of that? I create content. They're like, bitch, you work at the movie theater. I have seen you there. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, I do. But really, I'm a content creator. I'm a full-time content creator, a part-time bartender. They're like, okay, first of all, that voice. No one wants your content. 
No one wants one lick of the content you are creating with that voice, madam. Secondly, you're over 30, so I don't know why you're in a trails. <laughs> oh, my God. I went with my friends to a trails one time when I was in, like, I was probably, like, 17 or had just turned 18. No, I was seven. How old was I? Can you go into trails if you're 17? You can go in if you're 16. They just can't sell you certain things. Okay. Unless you're 18. So I must have been 17 then because I remember they were like, oh, well, we can't sell your friends a pipe or anything if you're here. So go look around at the clothes. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Later on, my friend, who is also my roommate, told me that really she was just buying a pipe to smoke meth and she didn't want me to know. (laughs) Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Did she ever get off the meth? I don't know because uh, she started doing it towards the end of like our lease. Oh, thank God. And she stole my... (laughs) She didn't steal my car. She borrowed my car, but she took it to the mall and started asking people as they were entering the mall if they had meth to sell her. And I was like, bitch, you can't take my car to go look for meth. Like, don't do that. (laughs) I feel real bad. Like, I hope she. Why do you feel bad? Because I hope she got over that phase of her life. We all hope that. No, and no one wants anyone to do meth ever, let alone when it's someone you live with. But thank God, at least it was towards the end of your lease. Yeah, it got crazy. Oh, my God. Imagine, because this is the first apartment I had ever lived in by myself, like, before living with my mom. Yeah. And I was 17 years old. Like, I shouldn't have even been living by myself probably anyway. Yeah. But I'm. She had an apartment. Her roommate was moving out, so I moved in to take his place. And all of a sudden, I'm living with a meth addict. Jesus! And I'm like, whoa, what? What the fuck? Like, and ha- for a while, I didn't even know she was doing meth. I was just like, she's been acting really weirdly. <laughs> I think she's. You, should you lay off on the weed? I don't. I don't know. I'm not that stoned. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was a experience um i've lived with a heroin addict and it actually was one of my better roommate situations (laughs) because it's just not there well she never brought her drug friends over she was very incredibly respectful she also liked to eat like a bottle of xanax and then clean that was her favorite thing to do and she didn't eat so she never ate my food basically she ate pbr and hamburger meat and so like i didn't eat her food she didn't eat mine I never saw her druggy friends, and she was really clean, mm-hmm. which is not normal for a drug addict. And she liked the same terrible TV as I do. Yeah. So we had a great time together. Um, meanwhile, I've lived with, you know, quote unquote sober people, but just had like a weight problem, and that was an issue. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? She did pay all the bills and like, told me to just quit my job and actually got fired so was this when you worked at ross and you would sleep in the boxes in the storeroom yeah i got fired on my day off 
Just like in Friday. Shu Shu used to work at Ross Dress for Less and she would hide in the box. She'd crawl into empty boxes in the back and pull a box over her and sleep in a box. Just take a little cat nap here and there. You know? I worked in the back where our job was to the load would come in and mm. we would unbox it and put all the hangers pull them out of the plastic bags put yeah. them on racks for people to go put on the floor and when i got tired i'd be like i'm just gonna go take a little break and then i'd sneak back and then i'd hear people be like have you seen have you seen shoe anywhere where is she and i'd be like whoops gotta go gotta go back <laughs> but how would you wait till like people did you could you you would wait till people were out of the way so no one would see you crawl out of a box <laughs> No, because there was like an overstock of boxes. So like if you just went around in the rows, oh, okay. like you would get to a point where no one, unless they were like near you, really near you. They wouldn't see. Yeah, but they're all at the belt. I'm in the back. So but I, I called off. I had one of my friends call in and uh, tell my manager that our friend had died and I was too distraught to go to work. And then, uh, <laughs> my friend called and said, like, he died. Like, not I died, but, yeah. like, Joe died. <laughs> and then uh, I went in the next day, and when I went to log in at the cash register, it was like, it wouldn't let me in. <laughs> and I was like, hey, something's wrong with my login. And the chick's like, no one called you? He's like, no, why? They're like. You got fired yesterday because so you didn't come in. I was like, what? My friend died. I was so upset. I'm here today. Brave. <laughs> I'm so brave. I should uh, get a raise. Yeah, some uh, real, real bad work ethic. Oh, God. Being like, a teenager. Yeah, I was 17. I was going to a charter school, which is just like you make your own schedule. I was living in an apartment with a meth addict and I had a job at Ross. Like, what did you expect of me? Nothing. Really? I, looking back, I'm like, you did fabulous. Yeah. You're living your life. Like, that. I was living my best life at that time. You were living the best life that you could. I was eating only... Asian noodle soups because I was a vegetarian and I got so sick that I, I had to eat meat and it felt amazing. Yeah, I can imagine that if you're eating nothing but Asian noodle soups, that your body is like, I would, I would, I would greatly appreciate something with some sort of nutritional content. If you could just put something in me that has any sort of semblance of a vitamin, mineral, yeah, amino like, acid, I would really enjoy that. My body is like. Salvia. 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 Um, when um, I become a ghost yeah. and I come back to fuck people, mm -hmm. that's going to be my, my chant. Oh, shit, dude. I, w I saw on the MSN homepage today uh, that a woman married a 300-year-old, quote-unquote, Jack Sparrow-like ghost. What the fuck? All these fucking crazy bitches get to marry Eiffel Towers and fucking pirate ghosts. And here I am firmly planted in reality and I'm single as fuck. I know. Mother fuck. Yeah. I'll research it more and get. we'll do an update. We'll do, do, well, yeah, we'll talk about it on the update. Mother fuck. I'm going to smoke some fucking salvia and I am going to pass life regress even though I don't believe in it. And I'm going to 
Yeah. Get up. I don't know. You're going to be like. What if I find out I've been single in all of my lives? <laughs> Just all of my lives. I've always been single. Well, then that would be good to know because now you're like, okay, I need to change something because obviously what I've been doing isn't working. Or I'll be like, stop trying, bitch. You single. That's how you roll. You rolled. Oh, maybe that. Maybe yeah. that's the message. It's like. And then I can you know stop what? giving a fuck and I can learn how to have casual sex again. How are you going to love yourself if. Wait, no. It's how you. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? But I do love myself, yes. which is why oh, I don't date because I just. I. We have established I won't let someone give me a bath if they don't walk me to my car. <laughs> so apparently I'm so fucking picky where I'm I just, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see your dick if I can't see your Instagram. And maybe if I realize that none of this is ever going to lead to a relationship ever, I can start having casual sex because I can finally let go of this fucking pipe dream that I'll find a partner. <laughs> if you want more of that. Uh, and you didn't listen to the updates. You should listen to I Between the Weeks listen, with Two Freaks. Go t- listen to the latest Between the Weeks with Two Freaks, please. Yeah, this episode has been formatted like a salvia trip because <laughs> it has regressed. <laughs> it has brought back past memories. And we're a lot of them in have, our past lives. We're rolling through it. We're we're uh divining spirits and mine mine are un mine are ill at ease. Making ghost noises. Yes. We should we should really couple like we'll have like a whole Simone Shea night where we build an altar of some sort okay. for sigil magic. Yeah. And then we smoke salvia and play with a Ouija board. Like oh, we God. really should just like get into all of the things. We'll just have a whole Simone Shea night of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing the Ouija board, but why aren't you doing the Ouija board? It's the devil's magic. What? It's scary. Demons can come through and get you. What? They can haunt you. You can open gates. All right. If you want to do a Ouija board with me, email Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com because she will not Ouija board Have with I me. Have not talked about on this? On this we show? talked about how the Ouija board told your mom that she was a little bitch yeah. when she was a little girl. And I said, maybe if she wasn't <laughs> such a little bitch... Like, what else needs to be said? Yeah. They're obviously evil. My mom's a saint. She's a goddamn saint. She's Belinda. <laughs> Hear her roar. But, yeah, uh... No, they're, they're too scary. Okay. Um, I listened to an episode of the Drunken Trestle Family Hour, and he had this occult expert on, and it was very interesting. But one of the things he said that I took away was that one of the best ways to fuck up with people fuck with people who are sinister is to treat them with kindness because because you know how I am I believe in treating everyone with kindness even what whether or not they quote unquote deserve it um but he said when someone is like an evil or sinister person that's their identity and by behaving that way they're always getting that identity confirmed by Mm. the way people treat them back right and they're getting the reflected reflection back of who they think they are so it really shatters their sense of identity if you treat them kindly and I was like oh I kind of fucking like that yeah he's like oh yeah it'll fuck with someone if someone comes to you with evil intentions and you treat them like a human being because that shakes up their sense of self I was like I kind of like that 
So if a demon comes through when we're playing the Ouija, we just have to be really sweet to it. Yeah, and be like, what's up, boo? Who hurt you? Who Come hurt on, let's you? talk about it. Let's smoke some salvia and get into your past you that made you this way. This body? You want to get up in this body? You want to possess me? I I'll don't give think... you a hug. Yeah. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet where you're going to get up in me, but I will hug you because let's you need to be held. <laughs> it all starts with a hug. Yeah. Um... I guess I don't have anything else to say about salvia. Uh, it can be grown as a normal house plant. It doesn't need like special oh, okay. hydroponic lights or anything. Um, can it be grown on a chia pet? Oh, we should try. The interesting thing is you can buy salvia seeds online, but they're very rare because salvia, uh, oh, the plant doesn't, it doesn't produce seeds. So they, they're not, it's weird when you read scientists are like, we don't actually know how this plant comes about. Because it doesn't create seeds or self-pollinate. So it might be a hybrid of two different plants that create this. But we don't really know how it comes to be. What if it creates seeds that are only underground? I don't know. All I know is I was firmly convinced that this is a mystical plant that we are meant to use. Because um, we don't know how it comes to be. And we don't really know how it works. But What if aliens are planting them? We don't know. Uh, but I listened to an interview with Jeff Leach, who's an expert on the human microbiome. And he was talking about how not only is it about what we eat and what we create and foster in our digestive system in terms of our microbiome. Uh-huh. It's also... Um, what's on our skin and our hands and stuff. And he studies with the, what are they called? The Hazda. They're a tribe in Africa. And he was saying how when they kill a deer, they field dress it. Like they'll scrape out the stomach and then just sear it on a fire like a little bit. But then they've got the stomach and the stomach contents on their hands and the blood and everything. And it's going to their systems and they're very healthy because of it Mm -hmm. and how we need to think not only about what we're eating in terms of making a healthy microbiome, but the way we're interacting with nature. And in order to be healthy, we need to be out in nature, touching the ground, touching the grass, like getting these bio biota on us Uh and having them be part of, our microbiome inside and out and so leaving that interview where it was like get all up in nature because you need that like science is now supporting that you need these elements on and in your body when I was reading about salvia and it's like it's this thing from the earth and we don't really know how it happens we just know that it's kind of cool and it helps people I was like yes I want to get up in that nature yeah totally I want to get up in that nature, too. Yeah, everyone check out Jeff Leach on Tangentially Speaking, Dr. Chris Ryan's podcast. It's really good. Check it out. You'll learn a lot about this tribal culture, and uh, it was fascinating. And you'll also, like, just want to, like, go camping and not yeah. wash your hands. <laughs> don't wash your hands anymore. Just don't well, don't wash your hands when you're camping. If oh, you, okay. If you work in food service like I do, wash your hands, like, all the time. Yeah. You know, but but if you're just living life, don't wash your hands. I'm not going to wash my hands all weekend. I'm going out to Joshua Tree. There you go. I'm not washing shit. That's the most hippie thing I've ever heard you say. What? That I'm going to Joshua Tree and I'm not going to wash my hands? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I feel like young me would be so disgusted by what a hippie <laughs> old me is where I'm just like, I'm just going to eat mushrooms in the desert and like do whatever. I'm not really packing anything. I'm just going to bring water and sunblock and just like see what Are you happens. Are going to take salvia? 
Oh shit! You should. You should find some. I'm sure there's Fuck. a head shop somewhere that has it here. Sorry. Okay, maybe I will go to Trails after this on my way home. Trails. Or maybe after work tomorrow, I'll get some. I'll try to get some salvia, and I'll do salvia and Joshua Tree. <laughs> my fucking Joshua life. Be like, what's wrong with you? I mean, I'll tell her, and she'll be like, "Good for you, girl. Good Go for you." Go do that in your tent. <laughs> my tent is her tent. Oh shit. <laughs> So whatever I do, she has to deal with because nice. we're friends and that's how friendship works. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when you're friends, you have to put up with each other's bullshit. Doing salvia and mushrooms and taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now that we're friends, I need you to know that we're just going to spend a lot of time doing drugs and taking shits together. <laughs> Let's go dig a hole. (laughs) That's like the perfect note really to end this podcast on is let's go dig a hole. Let's just dig a hole because we're going to shit in it. That's right. And that has nothing to do with salvia, but everything to do with salvia. Exactly. All right. Well, stay tuned. Maybe we'll create some content where I smoke salvia. and Yeah. This has been your improv salvia trip. This yes. is what we're imagining it would be It like. would be like. It's just all over the place. Right? It's so weird. It's a memories. journey. We're through. talking about digging holes, <sighs> shitting in them. <laughs> I uh, shit so much, I could fill up that movie, Holes. Uh, <laughs> Remember that Shia movie? Shia With Shia LaBeouf. And it's like these uh, bad kids. Are, I read that book in school. You did? My teacher he, uh, made us read it. Oh, I've, I've seen the movie. I used to have such a crush on young Shia LaBeouf. When he was in Even Stevens. Oh, he had that curly hair. Fuck me and the Guntas. Yep. Yeah. Now he's all weird. I'd still fuck him. Who am I kidding? Really? Shoot, I'm gross. You aren't gross. I'm a gross person. <laughs> I would have sex with Shia LaBeouf. Ugh. Probably not. His personality is I a know. real boner killer. I just feel like he'd be like, look at my cock. Fuck it. Like, he'd want to he do something so aggressive. He'd want to do something really weird, like rub dirt in your eyeball, but claim it was artistic. Yeah. He's like, I want to videotape all of this because I'm an artist. And then he'd yeah. just like grab a handful of like mud and be like, open your eyes. I feel like <laughs> open them wider. <laughs> I just feel like he'd be like a worship my cock type person. Oh, you think? That I wouldn't work out. Filling and I don't, you know, like to in a cocky way that's yeah. not sexy. Yeah, I don't like that because I will volunteer to worship a cock. Yeah. Listen, you give me something worth worshiping and I will get down on bended knees. But don't be like, look at but, my massive cock. Yeah. Worship it. Cuz I'd be <laughs> like, I done seen big cocks before. What else you got? What else you got? I will let you know if I want to worship at your altar. I will tell you to worship at mine because, listen. Call back. Yeah. Men have been getting their cocks worshipped for the entirety of human history. 2018 is the year of the come queen, and we are all about telling men to worship our pussies. We are come queens. We are. My favorite thing about our episode on vaginismus was me saying, in all sincerity, I am not going to let society tell me that I can't bust nuts all over the place. <laughs> I, you're so serious. I was so serious. I'm not letting society tell me that I cannot bust nuts. I'm a bust nuts. I am uh, a cum queen. 
<laughs> and no one will tell me I am not. I am a cum queen. I am a cum queen. <laughs> oh, we should make cum queen shirts. Okay. That'd be fun. I'll wear it. Yeah, let's have like a girls uh, painting party and we'll do cum queen shirts. Okay. It'll be fun. Bye. <laughs> Maybe it'll just say it. It'll be a white shirt in glow in the dark ink so you can't really see it in daylight. And then you turn the lights out and it just glows. Cum queen! <laughs> Oh, fuck yes. Uh, oh, well. Have a happy hump day. Have a happy hump day. And don't do drugs. Ever. Ever.